0: What is going on, my fellow shwook lords? What is up? Thank you so much for listening or watching if you're one of the cool people who watches the show on YouTube. Uh, thank you so much for being here today. We've got a fun show for you. Uh, and yeah, like you're aware, if you're on YouTube, you should subscribe to the Shwagcast. Be cool. And also smash that like button if you do enjoy the show so much. Today on the show, I have Mary Cutter. Uh, We talk about everything, my obsession with Garth Brooks, and she just released her new single, Panama, with a bunch of other singles such as Spaceships and Satellites, Never Knew Love, and Words. So you need to go check her music out on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music from. So let's get into the show. I want to get into it with Mary. So, as my boy Garth would say, this is truly a conversation.
1: And I say, let the conversation begin.
0: Okay, so every time I see you post anything... Have you seen It's a Wonderful Life, the Christmas movie?
2: I love It's a Wonderful Life.
0: Well, I always like uh, Jimmy Stewart. He's like, where Mary? Where are Mary? So I always think of you every time uh, uh, I hear that yell.
2: <laughs> I feel so honored. That's the biggest compliment ever. Well,
0: <laughs> I know, but I've seen it so many... We, my family watches it every Christmas Eve, so love. I've seen it so many times, and so it's just kind of like you see the overacting in it because I think it was before acting on screen was normal. So they're just like overdoing everything. So now I kind of enjoy that.
2: I do too. There's something about that movie though. That's like, I mean, it's the epitome of Hallmarky, but it's also like, it's always like every time I watch I'm always like, Whoa, I forgot how good this is. It's very positive.
0: Do you think they're going to make a uh, COVID-19 type Hallmark movie this year?
2: Oh gosh, I hadn't really thought about that. What do you? uh, Maybe I don't know. It's it's if they do, it'd have to be later once things sizzle down a little bit. You know, it's still pretty a hot button issue. I feel like Hallmark kind of stays away from those things. What do you think?
0: Um, Well, I heard a pitch for one. uh, Looking forward to Hallmark's holiday offering a very COVID Christmas when a big city lawyer and a country candle maker accidentally meet when they go to the wrong Zoom meeting. i think i think that actually could work out as a film
2: i think it could too i think it'd be dope i mean they get quarantined together then fall in love
0: yeah and then like if there'd be a good breakup point because there's always like the breakup in every hallmark special
2: 100 percent. and then, but then
0: after, they get back. of course yeah that's how it ends it's not like a, a sad teenage movie or whatever they they make nowadays
2: You know, Hallmark always has that happy ending, though. It's a wonderful life. Same vibe. You know, just when you think they won't hop on another Zoom call again, something will happen and they'll see the light.
0: One part I like, it's he he loses $8,000. Well, he gets gets it robbed from him. And then uh, he tries to kill himself, which if you think about it, could be a little dark. But then he realizes how good his
2: life is. Yes. That's, it could be seen as a little dark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also, um, it's always kind of upset me. I mean, does that fella ever get in trouble for stealing that money? Or what happens to that money that it got stolen?
0: So I've I Does that to ever s-
2: get resolved?
0: Well, there's like a famous SNL skit where um, at the end of it, Uncle Billy comes in and he's like, I remember Potter took the money. And so they all go and just start whooping Potter. And then Potter, Potter stands up from his wheelchair. So you learn he was a fraud this whole time. He could walk. He just had someone push him around.
2: hmm It's it's pretty interesting. Very interesting. I'm just very happy to think that, um, you know, you see a story, you think of It's a Wonderful Life. That makes me very happy. I feel like I've um, maybe left a little thumbprint on the world now.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that and maybe Jimmy Stewart did because he's just so ridiculous in that movie.
2: Oh, what a good man! Though, where is he from? Is it Ohio or Indiana? I should know this. Uh, I I want to say Ohio, but it might be Indiana. Must be a great dude, or was a great dude.
0: Where's Jimmy Stewart?
2: Pennsylvania. It's somewhere in that neck of the woods.
0: Where's Jimmy Stewart from? Indiana. Wait, no. Indiana, Pennsylvania.
2: <laughs> what? I was buying a third time though. There's I know. A charm.
0: It's like if you if you say you're from Paris and you and you're from Paris, Tennessee, it's close enough, and you think that someone's French.
2: Yeah, it's a thing. There's a Paris, Kentucky as well. Um, a Versailles, Kentucky. That's There's where we a- had the first castle. Have you ever seen that? No. It's right outside of Lexington. It's an actual castle.
0: You should uh, Google it sometime. Okay.
2: For non Kentucky listeners, um the Vercells Castle is spelled like Versailles, but in Kentucky we say Versailles.
0: They say it in Missouri too.
2: I respect that. Is that where you're from? I can't remember.
0: I'm from Kansas, but I lived in Missouri for a good minute. Love it. Okay, so this castle actually looks pretty cool.
2: It looks legit, doesn't it? Oh yeah! And, um, I had done a show a couple of years ago, and the feller who owned the castle—I don't think he owns it anymore. I think he ended up selling it. But um, he was at the show, and he came up afterwards and was like, "I would like to book you to do some shows at the castle." And um, I was so excited, but we never actually booked it. It just was one of those things that like, it went back and forth, back and forth. And um, yes, that's the castle. That oh. is the castle. Isn't it beautiful?
0: Oh yeah! Can you stay there?
2: Yeah, you can stay there. You can have weddings there. You can have parties there. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I've also sang at weddings. Right, out- you see that view? That last one where there was like one more back. Yeah, right there. Yeah, I sang at a wedding where like that was their backdrop. That is it was, cool. It, it was gorgeous. It was a very hot July day, but it was a beautiful wedding.
0: I've I've done so many weddings, it's. They're, like, fun and not fun all at the same time.
2: hmm Yeah, it's a different thing for sure, you know? Have you done, like, wedding shows where, like, you're singing at the reception or were you singing at the actual
0: thing? So I've sang at the reception and I've actually... Okay, I've done a little bit of everything. Um, no, wait. No, I'm not... I've done karaoke kind of at a reception, like one what? song. Um, I've sang, like... During the service or whatever they're called. Those ceremony, are the ones like the, that's
2: the words. Oh we're songwriters. Why is that and, so- uh,
0: Can't I can't
2: oh, words.
0: I don't know like half the words I write. You can you can do some cheesy ones, A uh, pair of eyes, paradise.
2: I wouldn't behave on that. I kinda like that. Yo, that little internal rhyme situation.
0: I think I've heard it too many times.
2: That's probably the move. And, you know, the thing is, as songwriters, I think, like, we, like, we look at things from a different light. Even the way, like, you were thinking about the uh, like the James Stewart acting. I
0: mm-hmm. think
2: you watch a movie differently than most people, and it's just because you're in the arts. Oh, we yeah. Have, you know, we're a little bit tougher, I think, sometimes on the actual situation. But, obviously, that's good. I think, also, it's something that, you know, um, maybe we can overthink, too, but... It is kind of neat that we, you know... I guess that's the way it is in everything. Probably bakers are very tough on baked items. Our hmm makers, you know. He's
0: like, dang, hey, I hate this bread. Gosh. He's like, what's uh, Is it Sarah oh. Lee? They're like bread snobs. But like <laughs> grocery store bought bread, not like good bread.
2: Oh, man. Wouldn't you love to be a baker, though? I think that would actually be really, really fun. I mean, I would just... I would have trouble, though, not eating everything. Even after a long period of time, I think I would still be eating it all.
0: I but, um, Yeah. I try to stay away from carbs, so just baking, yeah, that would be the problem <laughs> of my life.
2: So I got into this... Um, you know what essential oils are?
0: Yes.
2: I, was, I wasn't familiar with essential oils um, mm-hmm. until I went down to Nashville, and I had a co-writer that was very intense with essential oils. Like She had multiple ones in her house and all that. Well... I told her one day when we were writing that I didn't have one. She's like, oh my gosh, you have to have one. So she literally gave me a brand new one in the box that she has a backup. So I started using it. Well, all this story does come to fruition in a second. Well, um, I have different essential oils that I use. And, you know, like peppermint,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: orange, lavender, all that stuff. Well, I just started using cinnamon. And I don't know if there's any health benefits but it makes my apartment smell like a bakery, and it's so wonderful. Like you don't even know, it's amazing.
0: Oh, I do. I use uh, vanilla incense. I love the smell of vanilla. Mm. So, like vanilla that
2: will be so good.
0: I know. I love. So I buy like these like bulk packs of. Uh, one, I'm a guy, so I smell bad naturally, and so, <laughs>
2: uh, I just buy I like that. them in bulk you don't smell bad. I've been over to your place before. No, oh, no, you
0: I, I work at it. That's it's, important. So I it's like that. You So, a lot of guys, I think guys naturally smell bad. I like Casey Musgraves has like a candle line called Boy Smells, but, <laughs> but I assume they actually smell good. Like if it actually smelled like a guy, I don't think anyone would buy it.
2: I respect that. And so then you use vanilla to make sure your place doesn't smell like a guy.
0: Oh, yeah. Just cause guys and then like, you know, feet exist.
2: It's a thing. It's a <laughs> thing. It really is. I love but that you're in the smells. My sense of smell is like stupidly strong. Like it's like a dog's. Like I literally like I smell anything and everything. It's it's a blessing and a curse at the same time.
0: I always think about that like what if you couldn't smell things and then like what if you couldn't like taste things? pro like taste things like pro like you're not too worried about what the food you eat you're just like oh this doesn't have many calories in it and let's so say you just eat that until you're full
2: yeah yo okay so i have a friend who um she had corona and she lost her sense of taste right which is a very common thing mm-hmm. and she um i talked to her after she got better or whatever and she was like mary i've lost like 10 pounds just from like eating straight up healthy she's like I was just eating raw vegetables non stop because I couldn't taste the difference. I was like, that's so bizarre. And she was like, she looked great. But like literally like just non stop healthy food. Couldn't taste it anyway though. I really like food though. That'd be really depressing not being able to eat. And mm-hmm. like what you're eating.
0: Food. Food is like the worst thing. Like there's people who like really love food and then like Yeah. Then like they try to diet and they're like, Man, this is awful and not fun at all. Right. Like those people who are really into working out, it's like, man, I wish I had that motivation. So like what I do is I pretend to like things that I don't like, you know, like you did in high school. So you know you can continue to do that as an adult.
2: That is very true, sugar. It, you know, it, something I have just learned to do, like, I mean, I basically eat unhealthy and healthy every single day. Like if I want something, I'm going to have it. You know what I mean? But I'm also like, I don't know. The thing is you only live once. So, I mean, of mm-hmm. if it makes you happy, I mean, you know, I have some friends in Nashville that, you know, I say in Nashville because I feel like Nashville people are so much healthier than the people I grew up with, you know. There's a lot of um, people that are like vegans and all that, but, you know, I do have friends that they genuinely enjoy eating kale, like they genuinely like it, you know, that's great, enjoy that, you know, and then there's people that genuinely enjoy Taco Bell, enjoy that too, but I think it's all in moderation, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Not, like, every day, like I'd like to do. You know, oh, you can get into, like, there was a period I was into, like, making pizza at home. Like, my mm-hmm. own. Like, and I was, like, trying to figure out the recipe. And, you know, like, to figure something out, you have to do it, like, multiple times. That was definitely not good for my weight.
2: That sounds it's, wonderful. What a great excuse to have pizza every day. I like, respect that a lot.
0: It's like, yeah, but I'm trying to figure out the dough. And, like, it's like, you know, that's that's a real struggle with getting good at something you have to actually try
2: is that hard doing the dough and stuff i've never done that from scratch i've always wanted to
0: it's not that hard um but yeah you do have to it takes a couple tries like anything Mm. do you ever just think about the things you could do in life if you actually tried at it
2: yeah i also think of the things that if i tried them i would probably die like if i decided (laughs) to go rock climbing like I i could try but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't make it back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> what the assholes.
2: Well, there are things that you think, yeah, why don't we just go for it? That is something during this quarantine time. It was just kind of like, you know, what the heck? Just like, why not go for it? That's something that you, you've been doing for a long time too, like, you know, like with your podcast and with your music. Mm-hmm. I just noticed Airbud in the background, which is oh. pretty cool.
0: The, I, the mascot. I it's was movie. it. I like to watch, like, home improvement and then, like, tech gadget, like, refurbish videos on YouTube, but I'm never going to do it. Like, (laughs) do those things.
2: You're just pocketing that knowledge in your brain, though. One day you might. You never know. You might. But
0: but the best thing to do is what every person on YouTube does, or spectator on YouTube, is just go on there to be like, I wouldn't do that. And that's not... Pocket holes, really? You're going to put that in there? (laughs) Like, if you turn around, you're going to be able to see the screws that you put into the frame. It's not going to make any <laughs> sense at all.
2: <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah, I respect those people, though, during this quarantine time that were like, I'm going to do home improvement stuff. Like, we've all seen those people that have like totally like, redone their bathrooms or their kitchens. And I'm like, impressive. little movie a- like this.
0: I just think of, like, couples getting into fights, like, redoing kitchens and bathrooms and stuff like that.
2: Mmm. See, I didn't think about that, but that's a very accurate thing. You know? That would stress me out. You know? I don't know. It's hard for me to imagine, like, arguing over, like, a color and stuff, but obviously it's a thing. Um, as my nose is so strong, with smell, my eye situation can't see colors very well so I guess mm.
0: that's why I was there with the color situation it over adapts so since since you like can't see very colors very well like you smell the colors that's how you figure <laughs> out
2: I love that I wonder what purple smells like and
0: then there's the fact that maybe colors look different to everyone
2: that's true though it's true
0: one time when I was in high school I told a girl I was colorblind I'm not colorblind and <laughs> she was like oh so what color is this I'm like gray <laughs> so I just said everything was great.
2: Aww. You, I, I, she, knows, you, she knows, she knows I was vote? joking. Were you trying to get a sympathy vote?
0: No, I was just joking with her.
2: Oh, okay. I so. was like, okay, I see your game over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, lying is the best way to start off any relationship. <laughs> it's from Actually, what in learned.
2: Hallmark movies, you do see that true communication but it's, a little white lie it turns into this big thing and they find out and they break up and then they get back together because they say well the real the one real thing was how i felt about you mm-hmm.
0: but i wasn't lying when i said that it's like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they have to figure out some sort of tension for the breakup and so it's just what it is what it is
2: it is what it is
0: so which I, do do watch a lot of those hallmark movies do I? Yeah,
2: I used to. Um, actually, a lot I used to. I mean, I love watching TV in general. TVH. I mean, I love all the things. I love horror movies. Love scary. more like thrillers. I should clarify that. I'm not really into gore as much, but like love thrillers. I've gotten into documentaries too. A lot of good documentaries. Uh, the other night I watched Garth Brooks's documentary. I, I really,
0: love that one.
2: It's so good. Like. And, you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, I knew a couple of the writers that were Mm -hmm. on, you know, they interviewed different writers that he had worked with or whatever. And it was kind of cool. Like it kind of weird seeing them on Netflix, you know? But it was just, I don't know, like everything I've ever heard about Garth from people that knew him are really, really, really great things. Like they didn't mention this on the documentary, but um, after his first record, he literally all the writers on that record, he bought them houses. That's so and all cool. the musicians that were on the record, he bought them Mercedes. That's crazy. He made that much mm-hmm. money from his first record, which is unbelievable. And um, but it also says something too, it shows that like he's genuinely just a really good guy that like is very humble and like you know wanted to give back to people that gave him a leg up. You know, and um, there is one guy that was not on the documentary because he's passed away since, but he wrote like a ton of Garth's hits. And he's really the reason I'm down in Nashville. His name is Kim Williams. Um, You should totally read about him one night when you can't read or whenever you can't sleep. Um, He had a ton of hits and stuff, but he had been in a really bad burning accident when he was, like, I want to say, like, his late 20s, maybe early 30s. And that's how he got into songwriting. He had to go to Vanderbilt to um, have a bunch of surgeries and stuff. And anyway, um, he and I met, and he heard some of my songs and was like, you need to be in Nashville. And um, those other songwriters that were on the documentary that I knew, Kim had introduced me to. And he introduced me to a ton of people in town. And, like, honestly, like, if I hadn't met Kim – pretty sure I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now so it's just kind of crazy and like but Kim told me so many different stories about Garth and like he met Garth right before Garth blew up like it was right before he got his record deal and um they just started writing a lot and then Garth recorded a lot of those songs Mm -hmm. and they became hits so anyway kind of interesting very full circle
0: (laughs) I'm actually really obsessed with Garth uh, because he's kind of ridiculous on social media um this? yeah let me show you here um this is this is i think this was back 2014 uh this was the first thing he ever posted on social media let me pull that up
2: well, i, guess I nice love that you love garth
0: Luna. i'm yeah i'm just probably not in like the his music way but and in like
2: and as a businessman and just how
0: weird he is. This is his first post ever on Facebook.
1: Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. I really wasn't sure about this at the start. But then a <laughs> friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, Think of it more as a conversation. I like that. But I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and me. And I really like that. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case. The hotel room. When I think about things I wanna post, I wanna post cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. But most of the stuff I'm gonna post is gonna be raw stuff like this. This is just who I am. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the
0: conversation begin. Isn't that just weird?
2: <laughs> he's, he's a very intense person. That's what mm-hmm. I've noticed. That's, that was my biggest takeaway, but I think mean, that's part of why like, people love him, you know? Um, he really like, he is like, there is nothing, there's nothing flippant about him. You know what I mean? Like he says what he means and he means what he says.
0: Yeah. That just cracks me up. Every time I watch it. it's like, I really like that because his eyes are just so weird because you don't know, um, I th- because he's just, he got so famous in the nineties, right? And so he just became so ridiculous. So it's just kind of, it was kind of funny. So every time I go to a hotel, um, I like to remake it. So um, let me show well, you. you need
2: to remake it and post it. Do you ever post it?
0: Um, oh yeah. So um,
2: I miss these, I need to start seeing these. Oh so, my Lord, you ain't kidding.
0: And I was a lot fatter back then. Well, I guess it's official, <laughs> we're now on Facebook. I didn't know what to think about this at the start, but then a friend told me something that just started making all kinds of sense. She said, think about it more as a
2: conversation.
0: I like that. But I'm already finding out on my own that it's wiping out the walls between you and me. And I really like that. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case, my hotel room. When I think about the kind of stuff I wanna post, I wanna post cool stuff, neat stuff, slick stuff. But then I'm gonna also be posting raw stuff like this. It's just who I am. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say, let the conversation begin. so yes, so I like to remake that like anytime I go to a hotel, and honestly, I'll pick a hotel over Airbnb.
2: <laughs> two two thoughts and takeaways. One, your accent be on point. Two, how did you memorize that? That is hilarious. Uh, that has made my day.
0: I watched it way too many times. <laughs> um, that's pretty much all I can because,
2: say. You're like, you're my, in, in my case, my hotel room.
0: <laughs> it's, I, yeah, I'll pick a hotel over Airbnb just to remake that video.
2: You really need to. You need to have a COVID 2020 edition.
0: Well, I guess it's official. We're now in quarantine. I didn't know how to think about this at the start, but then my friend Mary told me something that just started making all kinds of sense. She said, think about it more as a conversation. (laughs) I like that. It's sad I have that memorized still. Um,
2: I'm that a lot, actually. Like, seriously, you could go into acting.
0: I'm actually... I was just thinking about this. I think if they did a biopic of Garth, I could be Garth.
2: I think you'd be Garth.
0: I could be Garth. Um, you could play Trisha. We could have you. <laughs> we, can, we can just fan cast I love it. Love Trisha. I
2: love Trisha! Yo, the other night whenever I was watching the documentary, it really hit me. Like, I really want, I added this to my bucket list. I want to try some of Trisha's food. We went on and on about her cooking. And of course, we've seen stuff before. Like, she has her little cookbook and, like, she's been on shows. Mm-hmm. I bet her food is so good. I bet it's so good. So, oh. I really want to have some of her It's kind of a goal of mine. Actually, it really is.
0: I could see that. I've seen Garth's body. I'm pretty sure she's good at cooking.
2: Yeah, I respect it, though. She's gorgeous. And her voice is so. Mm. Good. Oh,
0: singing wise, she's great. I, I like her. I think she's like a real ride or die. So, that's oh. why I have respect for her. Because
2: I'm sure she is a ride or die. You're right. And you know, I didn't realize, I think mean, it's because I was so little. I mean, when he first kicked off, I wasn't even born, but like, you know, at his height of his career, I was a little baby. And so like, I didn't realize how obviously we know he was massive, but I didn't realize those numbers till the other night. Mm-hmm. And like, I thought to myself, like for him to have found, I mean, obviously he'd been married before and stuff, but like for him to have found, to have found like Trisha. But that was not an easy feat, to be honest. I mm-hmm. obviously met her before he got big and stuff. But, like, it would have been hard, I think, to find someone really genuine, you know, um, at that level of success. So kudos to him.
0: I know. And she's like, you know what? I'll move to Oklahoma.
2: I know. I was like, that is, like, dedication, though.
0: She was still touring, though, right, while
2: I was like, retired? Yeah, I feel like after he retired, I feel like she was still playing out music because... Did you ever hear this song, uh, oh darn, how did it go? Heaven is where I'm going, heartache is where I've been. Heaven, heartache, and the power of love. That mm-hmm. song came out when I first started singing at festivals. So that was like, 08, 09, maybe 2010, something around there. Okay. And that was her single, that was her single. So like, she was doing stuff at that point, you mm-hmm. know? And I remember I was so obsessed with that song, I'm so blue, you should look it up later. Yeah, I
0: I assume so. So I don't think it was too bad for her because one, she was already successful in music, and then so she didn't have to like live in a certain location. And then like when you're touring, like you hop on a plane, meet up with everyone, get on the bus.
2: That's true. Oh yeah, they definitely. I don't think like their touring is probably roughing it by a long shot. They just fly wherever. I mean, obviously, you know, financially they're good.
0: I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line you can look good while working out, which is pretty, pretty, pretty great. With your purchase of any product at FNX Fitness, one gallon of water gets donated to a child in need, which is incredible and something I absolutely love. Using promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description, you can save 15% off your purchase. That again is 15% off your purchase with promo code Schwagcast, or you can just click the link in the description. That easy. This episode is also sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. This is great for artists who write original music and also if you want to upload a cover, they'll even get you the license you need for that cover and save you the hassle. DistroKid is actually what I use for my music so I can personally vouch for how great they are. And so back in March I released an EP called King and I did a cover of Jimmy World's uh, If You Don't, Don't and DistroKid just help me get that license i need without any problem i just fill out some things and bada bing bada boom it's on the internet and you can upload as much music as you want most streaming services or distribution services require that you pay for each individual upload you do district kid you pay a one-time fee of $19.99 a year and then upload as much as you want it's that simple and it's that amazing. And I cannot speak more highly of DistroKid. Um, using the link in the description, you can save 7% off your first year. Or if you want to write it down right now, it's distrokid.com slash VIP slash And get your music out to the world today.
2: But I would like to go to Oklahoma. Oklahoma seems like a very exciting place. That's where the Tiger King is from. <laughs> oh, like yeah. <laughs> it just That's seems so. like a very interesting, mysterious place. Have you ever been out there?
0: Um, yes, um, there's Hooker, Oklahoma, and it's, like, a really small town I drove through, and, uh, there's the Hooker Inn, which made me laugh a lot. It was, like, a really bad hotel.
2: That is craziness.
0: And so I was like, guys, we have to stay there. They're like, no, we're staying at a, like, a normal hotel.
2: I wish you had made the Garth video at Hooker Inn.
0: (laughs) That would be, that's the dream.
2: (laughs) I love that. Um... Right next to my hometown is a town called Monkey's Eyebrow. Oh, that's cool. Kentucky. I know. It's, it's a place. Monkey's Eyebrow. I have no idea how it got named that, but it is a thing in Kentucky. Very be- close to the Brucells Castle, about 35, 40 minutes away. So you have to come up here, drive through Monkey's Eyebrow. There's not a lot to see there, TBH, except a lot of trees and land. And then you can go up to Brucells.
0: Okay. So, but you can stop through Paris on your way there. And just yes. Paris. Hey,
2: Paris is really close too. Paris, Kentucky is right on the other side of Lexington. All these and that's gorgeous.
0: So I could I could see just going through like the Paris, Kentucky tour, the French,
2: the French. Yeah, that's very good point. And of course, Lexington is Lafayette um, County or, or Fayette County, but. It's, Maybe after yet, So, I mm. uh, mean, like, the Fayette Mall and all that. So, um, yeah, that's, like, a little French area, I guess. The French food scene is really good. Have you ever had French food?
0: What is... What, is, what would I, I... I, like, first <laughs> went to Italian, like, the first thing on my mind. <laughs> it's like, well, oh, I've had a pizza before.
2: There's definitely similarities. I mean, like, I mean, the desserts are more recognizable. Like, cream brulee, for example, oh, is French. Yeah, um, They have, like... Quiche, they're really big on like steak and fries. They have, um, they also, man, like their sauces are just to die for. Like, I think that's truly the magic of French food. Like, um, and I made this dish during this quarantine time I'd never made before, but it turned out really good. I was like pleasantly surprised. It was called chicken a la king in English, and um, it was just this super creamy sauce, it's just amazing over chicken. And um, and you, like, serve it with, like, vegetables and rice or whatever. I mean, it's basically, like, Italian, but not with all the um, oregano and stuff. And it's more of, like, you know, a little bit more basily or parsley. So, like, it's a little bit creamier, very rich.
0: I could get down with that.
2: It's really good. Like, it really is good. Mm
0: -hmm. I think... So, I'm assuming, just guessing here, but a lot of French people moved to the Kentucky area... There's, like, let's just name it after places we already know.
2: That is true. And then you go more towards Louisville, and there's a lot of Germans. Like, a lot of Germans. So, like, honestly... I never really thought about that before. At least in that neck of the woods, that's really central Kentucky is Louisville. And then you have an hour there to Lexington. And then farther east is Eastern Kentucky. That's like the mountains and all that. And I grew up truly in between Lexington and Louisville, an hour from either one of them. Um, And all my family's from Germany. Like Mm -hmm. literally like my dad was a first generation, you know, American or whatever. And um, I mean, the German stuff is strong. But anyway, um, it is kind of interesting, though. In southern Indiana, it's the same way. There's a lot of German heritage.
0: Yeah. Missouri has Missouri, Kansas. Except in Kansas, there's like three last names in each town. <laughs> so, it's a
2: thing. Yeah, It's a thing. Or
0: oh, everyone's related to each other somehow, which is kind of cool. But Yeah. At some point, there's going to be some problems, I think. No? I think. Got
2: to get you know, some more people into that area, I guess. It's a thing, though. It's always kind of fun whenever you, like, like you'll see, like, stories or whatever. And you're like, yeah, we're in a German area. Like, the German names. Of course, Cutter is very German. But uh-huh. get this. So um, there are a lot of different variations of Cutter. Like, you see a lot of times with it being spelled with a C. Of course, I'm with a K. But whenever they came over on the boat, they were like, you know what? Let's sound more American. Let's drop the extra E-R. It had originally been Cutterer was the name. Aren't you oh. so They dropped it? Mary Cutterer.
0: Yeah, yeah, that. Would, oh, that sounds so bad. And especially like learning. English. I guess now nah, wouldn't be too bad. You already spoke. It would have been tough. Name. It
2: would have been tough. That little extra er, kind of just. You know, you gotta cut out that extra fat. But anyway, it is kind of interesting though. Um. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think my ancestors were smart enough to be like, you know, what? We should maybe change our last name. We're just gonna, we're just gonna leave it. Just Where their, um,
2: Ancestors from? Where are they from?
0: Um, on my dad's side, it's like Germany, and I'm pretty sure it's Ashkenazi Jew, but. No one will confirm that because I'm pretty sure they decided to drop that when they moved to America Um, for some reason.
2: Right, right.
0: Um, Mom's side, I think she's like Irish and German, maybe. And I think I have a grandma who's Native American, so I possibly could get a card, but I don't want to be that like white guy who's like, yeah, I'm like 132nd Native American, and so I want (laughs) to be a part of this tribe. (laughs) So no matter like, I, I
2: don't have any Native American to me, but that's really cool that you do. I think um, I'm just like all German. So French. yeah,
0: I haven't taken one of those tests or anything, but I think I'm just scared I'm going to be related to Genghis Khan.
2: It can be very eye-opening. Those tests can like open up a lot of like, oh, didn't expect that.
0: A lot of people like so they'll just be like like white people like us. Uh, they'll just be like a bunch of like. Dots, you know in Europe and they're like that makes sense and then there's just like one dop somewhere in Asia and so you like call up like the customer service of like 20, 23 and me and they will just gonna be like hey what's this uh, one in Asia it's like that's oh, Genghis Khan and like just like without skipping beats from what I've heard it's, yeah it's Genghis Khan he had a lot of kids
2: you never know
0: Garth i surprised Garth and Trish never had any kids
2: you know what I totally thought they did, like, I didn't realize all of his kids were from his previous marriage. Now, you know, his, one of his daughters Well, obviously, you know, because you just saw the documentary, she's a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my buddies plays for her whenever she plays out, but I've never met her, but she had a good voice.
0: Oh, yeah. I assume, I assume she has a little bit of uh, good teaching.
2: Yes. Just one just time,
0: so you know, like, the show Garth did, like, where he was on, like, uh, ropes and then he was, like, flying? Yes! So my parents uh, took me and my brother, like when we were like little kids, to like this Barney live event, which okay. I, I don't know how they like don't have like traumatizing memories of Barney from that. Like, I, I would not Barney. want to take a kid.
2: Was so Barney was the best. Go on.
0: I don't know like how, but like apparently he was on ropes too. and My dad just was bragging to everyone. It was like a Garth show.
2: I love it. So, I, this. I love that your parents took you to a Barney Live event. That makes me really happy inside.
0: I know. Like, and I remember a little bit, which is funny. Like, I only barely remember it. But it's probably like engraved into their memory. The one one memory that's engraved. So, well, I think when I was in, I was going into second grade, we went to Disney World in Florida. And so, my parents were like, oh, they're going to make so many great memories. Only thing I really remember from it, the Uh, One was getting all those pins at Disney World. The other one was the dinosaur ride in Animal Kingdom. And it was so scary. I, like, almost peed myself. Well, I mean, it was okay back then. But, like, that's, like, my only... So my parents just like, we're going to make some good memories here. And the only memory they have is just me being traumatized by dinosaurs.
2: You know, the last time I was at Disney World, um, I kind of... I mean, I love Disney. But I did notice... I was a little bit more observant of the adults... There are a lot of grumpy parents at Disney World. And I think they're just exhausted. They have very high expectations, obviously. Mm -hmm. But they get there, and they're in that Florida heat, which is very thick with the humidity. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, the baby is crying. This one wants to go back to the hotel. We are not leaving.
0: Oh, yeah. This is like, well, like, you're a parent, and you're like, all right, we're having fun. We're having fun now. Like, (laughs) we're going to (laughs) start having fun. (laughs)
2: No excuses!
0: This birthday party is not about you. We're having fun.
2: Man, I can't wait to go back to Disney World. That sounds really fabulous right now. Like, it would be kind of hot right now. But it really sounds wonderful. I'm about to sneeze. Hey! (laughs) Wasn't expecting
0: that. Should we edit it out or leave it in?
2: We can leave it in. I don't care. Okay.
0: It's up to everyone.
2: Everyone sneezes.
0: Do you think Garth leaves sneezes in his?
2: I. I, I don't know. Do you think he sneezed in that video?
0: No, he was crying too much to sneeze.
2: <sighs> he
0: was crying the Me. entire time.
2: You know, there were a lot of tears.
0: I thought I was like, come on, man. That, that's like the part I was like, you're crying over everything, which that's like a whole can of worms. I
2: think, he was, I think he's a very sensitive man. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I think that's what it is. I'm not that sensitive. Like, and I'm a woman, but I respect those that are sensitive. Or who
0: are sensitive. Well, like, just some of the topics, like, and then I, I came home and my wife made a cherry pie Auntie. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I was like, you don't need to be crying. Like, talking about, like, your kids being little, like, your mom dying, your divorce. I'm, like, okay, you, got, I, you, you can there. But, like, some things just, like, I walked into that boot store and I got a job. It's like... <laughs>
2: Love your impressions, honestly.
0: Uh, I've watched way too much.
2: He does Studio
0: G and then he'll just like say weird things. When he announced like his big stadium tour we played like those football arenas, he's gonna it's game day or Garth Day. Now let's get physical playing music. I like that.
2: I was like, What?
0: Who says that? <laughs> let's get physical playing music. It's-
2: you need to dress up as Garth for Halloween. If there is a Halloween this year.
0: Yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping we get that.
2: I'm hoping too.
0: But, like, it's weird because if, like, Halloween as an adult is, like, going to a party, and, like, big parties is, like, what you shouldn't do. And so, like, you're thinking, like, so it's, like, I'm a a sexy tiger with a mask on. And then, oh, see, if we, if this was all taken care of, we'd have so many, like, like boyfriends were Joe Exotic, and then, like, uh, girlfriends who are just, like, a lion or a tiger or something like that.
2: Or Baskin. That oh. Would be, actually. That would be a little bit, like, weird, but it would be good.
0: Mm-hmm. Give me a thing. I could see that. Yeah, Carol Baskin. Um, but, like, she has, like, a knife, like a bloody knife. and
2: That show was so interesting. I kind of, like, was like, I'm not going to watch it because everyone was watching it, so maybe not want to watch it. But then I finally like, did, and I was like, I binge watched them all like after I think it was the third one. I think there was like, was there eight total? I watched like five in a row. Yeah,
0: I, I think there were eight episodes.
2: Like I literally just like, it was after the second one, I think that I was just like, yeah.
0: I, so I heard back in 2016 when Joe was running for president, he was on John Oliver, which they talked about. And so I remember him from there. I'm like, oh, they made a documentary about this guy. Like I'm in.
2: I respect that. You knew him. You were like an OG. No,
0: weird men on the internet is my specialty. This episode is also sponsored by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo codes, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it using microtransactions. It's that simple. I have never met a person who's like, I don't want to save money when I buy things online. It's super simple to use. It's Basically, you just click one button, and it does all the heavy work lifting for you. I'll be in like my living room, and I'll just be, you know, just browsing internet. I see something I want to buy, and then I remember, oh, Honey's the thing. So I like rush over to my computer. That way, I can go ahead and save money. And I've saved twelve dollars. I've saved fifty dollars. It's that simple with Honey. I've been using it even before they sponsored this show. So use the link in the description of this episode today. Help this show out for free, and save money in the process. This episode is also brought to you by Quip. What can I say? Quip is the greatest toothbrush ever. This is mine right here. Uh, My old one broke and I just bought a new one because I still love these toothbrushes. I cannot stress enough how great they are. I've been a customer of them since 2017 just to show you how much I love this product. 75% of people use worn out toothbrushes that really don't do well for your teeth. Trust me, I've been there. I've used a toothbrush way longer than I'm supposed to. But with Quip, they'll send you a new brush head every three months, so you don't have to remember, hey, I have to go buy a new brush head. Hey, I need to go order it online. No, they send it to you. That is how great Quip is. So basically, like I say, Quip is designed um, basically Like an electric toothbrush, obviously. This is an electric, and it looks like a normal toothbrush, which is awesome. You don't have like those big, bulky electric ones that you always see, like in the store and like cost like way too much money. Uh, So it vibrates and it'll go for two minutes. So it's not going to go longer than two minutes. And there's 30 second intervals in between it. So you make sure every single tooth gets as clean as possible you can start in starting today just looking at their products the lowest costing one is $25 and your oral health is going to be great and finally get someone to kiss you that's right someone will kiss you that's why you need to get a quip toothbrush today using the link in the description of this episode your first refill will be free on the schwedcast so use that link and uh, get yourself the toothbrush that you deserve so you So I like to... Actually, I want to show this. So there's... So you know I like how men are creepy?
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) So um, this is a guy I found and um, so he sent this video to the... He got this woman's phone number. Uh, She initially tried to say, hey, uh," it's like, how about I get your phone number? So he puts his number in her phone. So she never passed to contact to him. And right. then he just called his number from her phone. So he got it anyways. And then no, no message. He sends this video. And also count how many ceiling fans you get. And I, I just want to know your response to it.
2: All right. Let me see it.
0: Good
1: morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Just wanted to say hi. Wish you a great day. Tell you that meeting you yesterday and getting a look at you was probably one of the greatest moments of my life you were so beautiful you don't know how beautiful you are to me i mean just you're gorgeous you're precious and uh, but it's been sitting in my mind when you said to me you want to go back with your ex-boyfriend please erase him from your memory don't ever go back in the past i know because i've been there and i understand when you know you trying to find somebody and you go on dates and Nothing compares to your ex, but there is that better person out there. And Julia, I promise you, it is me. I will love you like you've never been loved before. I will cherish you. I'll make you f- feel like a woman, a real woman. And believe me, after you experience me, you won't even know who your ex boyfriend is. So open up your heart to me in your arms. Let's go full throttle. I could see me falling in love with you. You just I don't know, I just looked in your eyes and I just melt. Anyhow, I'm heading off to work. This is my cute little home. Everything you see behind me, I built everything. Every square inch from crown molding to chair rail to floors to lighting to plumbing, doors, windows. So this is the type of guy you're getting. I'm a very handy guy and uh I'd love to build you whatever you want. You're a sweetheart. So I hope this video doesn't scare you, but that's how I feel. I just want you to know that. Okay? And I look forward to going out to dinner with you. So let's make it happen. Mwah! (laughs) Ciao, baby.
2: (laughs) So, um, thoughts. I have lots of thoughts. Lots of thoughts. I mean, from a, from a, I'm going to be Paula for a second. I will say that the lighting was great and his selfie angle was great. Honestly, I wasn't expecting that he of a selfie angle. Um, and also, the fact that he kept our attention that long if a video. I guess we were both just on the edge of our seats thinking, oh, what's about to happen? You know what I mean? But the lighting was really dope. He had a lot of ceiling fans. And a lot of those <laughs> Little, little tiny lights up, you know, around the mm-hmm. house, which by the way, remember he designed, so obviously yeah. he likes good lighting, but so that mm-hmm. is definitely going for him. And also, the little beard situation was kind of fun, so that's what? going for him, too. I mean, I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta say, if I had been, what's her name again?
0: Julie. Char- uh, good morning, Julia, <laughs> which is like the I, catchphrase.
2: Imagine rolling over in the morning, you pick up your phone, your alarm goes off, and that's the first thing you see.
0: I, that's the problem, right, for me.
2: <laughs> and I don't think, if you're not trying to scare someone, I don't think you should ever say, I hope this doesn't scare you.
0: I think he kind of caught on to like what he was doing.
2: Maybe he should have deleted and not... This. I know.
0: That's one of those things I always think of as, like, a guy, like, okay, I'm going to do this whole big gesture and, right. like, do this, and, and and then you have a friend's like, no, that's a stupid idea, and they're like, oh, okay, and then sometimes you yeah, don't have I a friend to... Like there
2: is something to be said for grandioso things because, and I'll give this to our friend. What's his name again?
0: Uh, that's Joe. No. Oh.
2: Joe. Joe is a name of very interesting fellows, it seems like. You know, oh, yeah. the exotic talk, and then Joe our new friend. But anyway, there is something to be said for the fact that he knows what he feels and he's saying it. I do respect that as a woman. I really do. I also respect that he laid it all out there. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit sudden, especially since she didn't give him her number. Yeah. I feel like probably the intensity of like i'm in love with you you at first sight should have happened maybe after she was falling for him and he could have been Mm -hmm. like you know what just so you know the first time i met you i knew this was a thing you know what i mean i don't know if you say it before they are there
0: so how much older do you think uh joe is to julia
2: oh god I was, I was thinking they are the same age. Are they not the same age?
0: No. Uh, Joe's actually 20-something years older than her. <laughs> Which is like, so now, doesn't that make it a lot creepier?
2: It does. That's probably also why he melted whenever he saw her. She's a little hottie with a body. How old was she?
0: Uh, She's maybe 21 to 23.
2: I gotta so. say, he probably isn't going to be um, building her a home with his hands.
0: Yeah, th- they didn't work out. I think they, they got a couple more videos, um, and he ends them all with, Chow ciao, baby.
2: <laughs> ciao. I, re- I respect, though, the um, honesty. I do respect that. You know, the thing is, if I was her, I don't know how she dealt with it. I'm not really sure how I would have dealt with it, but, I mean, you've got to hand it to him, though, for being sincere. If he's sincere. He may also be sending this video to 10 other girls, though. You just don't know. True. I think there's a
0: dark side to him. Probably not that I? dark. I think there's a dark side to him. I don't think it's that dark, but I think right. it's there. Um, I mean,
2: there probably is. If, if people are reaching out to love super quickly, but you know, there's obviously some light to him as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, see what I did there?
0: There's like a million parodies online. There's one guy who went to like Lowe's or Home Depot to like the fan section, and then he just like pulled out his phone. Good morning, Julia. Yeah, people are just imagine, like.
2: Imagine if you were Joe, though, and you, like, got on the internet and you saw that you were, like, a viral video, and you had made that video for Julia, thinking you guys were going to end up together, and then she, like, made a joke of it. and then that break your heart a little bit?
0: Mm, right <laughs> uh, I think it's, I think it's creepy, so it's kind of like... Fair game. So, that, and, uh, but if he was, like, my friends, I would not... I would bring it up every day. (laughs) Like, did you find Julia?
2: (laughs) Julia, let me build you a house. Build her a house with your bare hands.
0: But yeah, it's like crown molding to ceiling fans to windows. Plumbing. Uh, Plumbing, crown molding. Did I mention crown molding? (laughs) Uh, uh, Julia, I'll build you whatever you want. But that accent
2: though, where was he from? Was he Yankee?
0: I think it's East Coast, like Yeah, that was sound like to me. Very northeast. Um That's I think the general area. I think it's farther north than like Long Island, like farther out than New York. Gotcha. So it's like really East Coast.
2: Mm, like, no,
0: no sense of humor East Coast. Have you ever noticed I've that?
2: Never, I've never been up there.
0: Um, no, I've just met people from the East Coast. Like, there's, it, it's harder to make them laugh. They have, like, less of cold. a sense of humor.
2: It's because they're cold. Is I, I is- think
0: that's true. They even meet people from the mid... Like, the Southern people just, like, laugh at everything. And then...
2: As I laugh at you saying that. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Midwest people is, like, a 50-50. Um, West Coast people, they laugh, but... Only to, like, really, they're very particular with what they think is funny. Right. And how they'll laugh. So we
2: Southerners, we're just a little bit easier to entertain, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Very, very true. Like, West Coast people, they'll, like, they like good comedy. Because I guess all the comedians live out there, so, like, right. you kind of have to. And then I feel like L.A. be like, yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian. It's like saying you're a musician in Nashville.
2: It is, yeah. I went to what's that famous place in LA? That's a big comedy place. Um, oh the God. comedy store. Um, uh, what, what was it? Now?
0: The comedy store.
2: That might've been, I don't remember or the ice but, house. And it was really like, you could just tell like, it really felt like Nashville is like writer's nights. It was just like such a rag. Mm-hmm. Thing. Course, like, I wasn't from there. So like it was super, you know, like, Ooh, you know, but it's kind of interesting. I really like LA. I'd love to go back out there.
0: Ah, yeah, I could see myself moving there someday.
2: I could see you there, too. Like, I really could. It just like, has a different vibe. It just, it's really just a cool place. Super expensive, but really. Yeah. It's expensive because it's so nice!
0: I know, why is everywhere, like, that's nice to live so expensive?
2: I don't know, I guess that demand, though.
0: The supply, I, mean, I hate, yeah. My, like, rent here is, what is like, three times as much as I had when I was in college. That's so. like
2: a really big jump, yo.
0: Mm-hmm. You're like, was this a good idea? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have any money to begin with, so. Just like.
2: it's Well, you know, though, you might as well just think, you know, this is how I see it. Like, you know, once again, you only live once. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to live somewhere, live there, you know? I mean, like, and you don't take your money with you, obviously you don't want to be broke or whatever, but mm-hmm. might as well just go for it, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's, uh, at least <laughs> you could say you did something.
2: That's true, sugar. That's very, very, very true. That's
0: very true. I know. Sometimes I like to not tell people I play music, um, just for fun and see how they act.
2: Are you treated differently?
0: Uh, well, actually in Nashville, it's not that big of a deal. Like if you go like somewhere else, they're like, yeah, I'm a musician. They're like, oh, really? What's your day job? I'm like, "Right." well, you know, uh, so if you say you're in Nashville, it's a little bit more serious. Right. Nashville or LA, um. To other people. But, yeah, it's fun. Fun to mess around with. Oh, and then you meet people, someone who's, like, a musician in their town, and then they try to, like, talk up to you.
2: Right. I, right. Lo- I
0: love that. And you're like, oh, oh, really? And then...
2: We're so lucky to get to be in Nashville, though. You know, mm-hmm. and I know, like, it's a whole journey and stuff, but, like, isn't that so cool, like, what you're just saying? Like, even just, like, there's talented musicians all over America that, you know, for some reason or another aren't able to be in one of the musical. Music capitals. So, like mm-hmm. the fact that we are, you know, we're so blessed. You know, mm-hmm. so even though like it can be like kind of like, you know, it's still pretty good.
0: Blessings in the skies.
2: All the blessings, and we're we're sprinkling back in. That is a wonderful life. See, everything's full circle.
0: Everything. Uh-huh, yeah, and then Garth Garth moved here once.
2: sure, and, and he and left so- after twenty four hours. I was like, what? That first time, like. Jordan. I mean, back.
0: Yeah, he had to be, like... That's so weird, like, how successful he was in Oklahoma. I guess he didn't tour much, is what I'm well, guessing. forgot
2: you know, that, too. That was... I forgot how much money... Was it 700 a week? I mean, that's a ton of money back then. Like, late 80s. Yeah. Like that, I guess I... Mean, I, I mean, that's a lot now. If you were doing mm-hmm. that every week, just, like, playing shows in, like, your hometown area, like... But, I mean, honestly, you know, I mean, I don't know what that would be equivalent to now, but that would... I mean, I don't know, like, I, it would be at least, like, maybe 1500 maybe. You know, I mean, that's a lot of money, like, for back then, you know? So it really shows, like, he was killing the independent gang, obviously. But also, I mean, I know in Kentucky, like, the gigs, you know, they can pay super well. You know, you can truly make your living off of just gigging in Kentucky, Indiana, you know, outside of Nashville, I guess, probably just in general.
0: Okay, so... I'm assuming this was around nineteen eighty five. So it's saying seven hundred dollars in nineteen eighty five, one thousand six hundred and sixty seven dollars and ninety nine cents. So well, still
2: on that. That's so a like,
0: lot money. I was thinking I was thinking about that. I was like, now that I'm thinking about that more, I thinking like <coughs> seven hundred dollars now. I mean like it's pretty good. Like right. like normal, like good. You're not like rich, but like that's right. you're making a living. Right. Now I'm thinking about like back then I'm like That is a lot of money.
2: Oh, yeah. And, like, also you have to think about, too, like, the cost of living in Oklahoma, I don't think is that high or wasn't that high either, you know? So the thing is, is, like, it really says something for him that, I mean, he left that, you know, because he was super comfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, being where he was and stuff. And I think that's something that, like, you know, I mean, I don't know what your backstory was, you know, how you came to town and stuff. I mean, I know for me, I was very comfortable in Kentucky. Doing the music thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I was making good money. I had you know regular gigs. I had you know the weekly TV radio show that I was hosting. I mean, so like you know that part really inspired me. He was like, you know what? Like he stepped on a limb. Was like, you know what? I am gonna go from being like a big fish in a pond to a tadpole. You know what I mean? In a massive pond. You know, of Nashville. And so you know you can do that, and that can be kind of scary. But obviously, things worked out for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of pieces that go together with that. But that was a super inspiring piece of
0: the documentary. Yeah, that part I like. I always think he could be a murderer. Um,
2: what? Uh, I was not expecting you to say that after my so,
0: statement. <laughs> actually, fun fact, if you go to like any Garth post on Instagram, it's flooded with comments of, Garth, where are the bodies? Garth, the family needs closure. <laughs> yeah. Garth, I want my family back. Yeah.
2: What is that even about? I'm so confused.
0: There, there's a podcast uh your mom's house. And uh, so they're the ones who initially got me hooked on Garth being weird. Um, but anyways, like, he doesn't smile with his eyes on social media. Like I said, he doesn't know how to do social media. So some people can think he's like a serial killer on uh, from that. And so it's like, I like that. I like that a lot. And so,
2: that just being weird. That is craziness, you know?
0: Yeah, it's, it's just so funny because they're like, Where's the bodies, Garth? And so I was thinking the other day, What if there are no bodies? Because he got rid of them or ate them.
2: Or right. ate <laughs> That sounded like that could be like a little Carol Baskin spin off. Somehow Carol's involved.
0: Season two of uh, uh, The Mon
2: On. Oh, wait, she wasn't in Oklahoma, though, was she? Was she so, in Florida? I don't remember.
0: I don't. Yeah. Um, It's
2: so long. Oh yeah, big cat
0: rescues in Florida. I think what I'm thinking here is Garth doesn't kill anymore, but that those 14 years of retirement, because you know they talked about he had he just kept busy by doing like uh, different projects, and so. My thought is that's when he did all the murders. And so he'd like space them out and do them in different like locations. So they wouldn't connect to each other.
2: What would be his motive?
0: He was just bored. <laughs> I
2: mean, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is I kind of feel like if you put that out there, that could actually become a conspiracy. Yeah, I, think, a thing?
0: I don't think he actually does. I think he's just doesn't know how to use social media, but it's I fun to
2: dude. Yeah. It is kind um, of though. Actually, the other day, I was um, somehow went down a rabbit hole with all these different conspiracies about the corona stuff and, like, went from, like, one thing to another. And just, like, yo, how do people think of these things? I'm, like, mm-hmm. so impressed with their level of creativity. They should be songwriters.
0: I, enter- I entertain so many conspiracy theories that, like, are just so stupid. They actually kind of – you're like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Right. Um, the thing
2: is sometimes conspiracies – are a real thing obviously you know i mean probably more often no but you know it is kind of interesting
0: so like you know like the flat earth theory um and so my idea was when i was i think i talked to someone who didn't believe it but like knew a lot about it cuz he watched a documentary i was like so what's the like purpose like of our government and like the whole world lying about, like, the earth being flat, like, what's the, like, what's the motive behind it, and they're like, they're trying to hide something from us, and like, it's something on the other side, and then like, they go off on what's down there, and you're like, uh, there's like a lot of like, pencil lead over there, and so the pencil industry doesn't want you to know about that, <laughs> and so they teamed up with the gloves, and like, and you know, that actually starts to kind of make a little bit of sense, and then like, then you realize, I'm like, this is really stupid, like, what you're saying right now.
2: It's, it's fun, though,
0: to, like, you know... I, uh, I I I entertain too many things. I think it's like host doing a podcast. You're just like, go on. Like, keep talking. And that's why Joe Rogan's podcast excites me. Because he'll have, like, crazy people on. Like, Alex Jones. And then he'll just, like, keep talking. And then he's <laughs> like, I'm going to try to understand exactly what you're saying. And if something doesn't make sense to me, I'm going to ask you. But, like i'm not like trying to diminish anything you're doing and you're like and then that's why people think like joe rogan's crazy and i'm like yeah, no, he's not crazy he's just entertaining a thought
2: that is true there is definitely a difference
0: mm-hmm. In- so uh, but i think yeah the garth killing people and so which one do you think is more likely do you think you would actually so there's a couple ideas so there's kills the bodies and he has to hide them somewhere but it's where, if that that's the case, it would have to be. I think it's on his farm in Oklahoma, and you think <laughs> you could probably ask his daughters the summer projects they did, because they did all the summer projects like build a bridge and stuff like that. I think one of them could lead to a clue, that. But I'm actually thinking a lot that there are the bodies don't exist anymore. So he either like dissolves them in acid, like you know normal people do, and I think on his farm he's able to like get rid of like the acid he needs to in a good way or he eats the bodies burns the bones I watch way too many serial killer documentaries Um,
2: I I honestly am thinking yo if I ever go missing look at this guy you know the things
0: I know the things I I know what they can do with the body I, I think what interests me with it is what was the thing that happened that made them get caught
2: Mm, but the murders that time are talking about when men go off?
0: Yeah, no, or not, like, no, what made them go off, like, how the police caught them.
2: Oh, gosh, you. I, that's a really good point. You know, the thing is, is, like, there's, like, quite a few, you know, unsolved murder mysteries in Kentucky, close to where I'm from. I don't know if you ever heard of, um, the Crystal Rogers missing appearance. It was, like, on, like, National.
0: I think TV, so, yeah.
2: And there were conspiracies with, like, it was... The reason I bring this up, um, yesterday or two days ago, was at like, the five-year anniversary of her being gone, and I didn't realize there had been that much time. But like, there's a bunch of like conspiracies that like the police were involved and stuff, and her missing stuff, like all kinds of stuff. Well, anyway, um, I mean the thing is, it's like you know they can cover their tracks so well; it can be really hard to like, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, get it solved. I would be so bad at that job like to be totally real I would be so bad at that details are not my thing although I did notice the airbag poster in the background so mm-hmm.
0: who who but getting. it's pretty big like it's I think it's like bigger than like a normal poster so it's kind of just yeah, like
2: I would, I would have trouble like finding the clues and stuff for sure
0: mm-hmm. I think yeah I would I would be pretty messy with it like I'd probably leave some trail that I did it like pretty easy to catch on to so that's, the, that's the stuff. Um, you know the show You?
2: Mm, I've heard of it, yeah.
0: Yeah. I couldn't get into season two because I felt so bad at the ending of season one. Um, but anyways, like he like murders so many people in that show. And like he just easily gets away with it. That's just the weird part to me.
2: Right. I mean, who knows? I mean, like, um, obviously, like, that is a thing, though. It's kind of crazy, though. It seems like in, like, the 80s and 90s, there were more... Serial killers and stuff. I don't know if that's actually accurate, but like, who is the guy that was, um, oh, darn. I want to say, like, out in California, like 20 or 30 people that, like, you'd kill. There's oh, like a Zodiac killer. Yeah. And, like, I, I watched this thing on it. This was a couple months ago. And it was just, like, so bizarre. Like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just a thing. Hopefully, like, mm-hmm. we all stay safe, all of us, you know, and, like, stay away from those people. But the, the- one hard-
0: thing that's funny, um, so, like, I don't, like, answer my door like unless i'm expecting someone right or like expecting like amazon or something like that and so and i guess like people used to just open the door for everyone i guess right. it was common now we just don't do that And i think right. that's probably cutting down a lot of serial killers
2: that's true probably a lot of people are the same way that's a really good point
0: mm-hmm. yeah and so i just like when people like knock on my door and i clearly have like music on or something like that and they just knock a couple. They know i'm home and i'm just like i'm not answering
2: You'd
0: be like, no. It's like you didn't you call. curious,
2: I would have to look in the peephole and see. Who oh, is. I look at
0: the peephole. I definitely look. Like I like step quietly to the door, so just to, like make sure they know. I maybe I should just start like stomping, just to like show dominance. <laughs>
2: stomping. like to show the dominance. I respect that.
0: It's a. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I had. I don't know what thought I had about being the dominant person. Um. But yeah, being dominant is a very good.
2: It's a thing, you know. You can pull it off with your hair and with the mm-hmm. earbud poster, you know. It definitely, you know, I get dominant vibes for
0: mm-hmm. sure. Just gotta, yeah, just gotta show the haters what's up.
2: One hundred percent.
0: Do you like TikTok?
2: It's fun. I I haven't totally gotten into it intensely, but it's it's cool. What about you?
0: Oh, I'm on a weird. I get on the weird lane, so we're probably not in the same TikTok. But I can. Uh, get you in I can get you into what TikTok I'm on that'd be my documentary, the TikTok I'm on
2: send it to me, I would love to um, to dive in more, TikTok seems super dope, all the dancing is awesome Mm
0: -hmm. this this one's a recent favorite of mine can you tell me why
1: I've never in my life once before seen a mailman getting gas at the gas station before.
0: How do they drive? <laughs> that, one, that one is one that
2: got me. Oh my gosh, I'm shook at uh, it, it,
0: It's just my favorite one. You know it's going to be a good one when they start in the bathroom or when <laughs> it's in the bathroom.
2: You know it's going to be real, super real. Mm-hmm. I respect the water jug that he was drinking too. <laughs>
0: oh, that I, I've always noticed. Like people with water jugs, like, that's a lifestyle.
2: It is a lifestyle, yes.
0: Um, it's just like this is my life now, and this is the person I am. I love my new life.
2: I respect that so much. You know, I, I'm not that person, but I do drink a lot of water. Do you drink mm. a lot of water?
0: Um, uh, no. I'm. I, I know I should, but I just don't. You know,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's like one I just, of those things, like you forget,
0: you're like, why am I so thirsty right now? And then like, should I get some water? But it's like, well, it's all the way over there. I have <laughs> a water bottle too.
2: And you like know those water bottles are like, keep going. Mm-hmm. Almost there.
0: You know, I have a really small bladder too. So, um, um, there is actually a thing like you don't need to drink like eight glasses of water a day. You just need a drink when you're thirsty. I, True. And then. People was like, "Well, maybe like you don't, you're not thirsty, but you could be a little dehydrated." I'm like, "You should kind of be aware of your body, like when you need water."
2: Super true, super true. And I really don't think that there's any like one size fits all with like any health things for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like some people need a lot of water, some people maybe don't as much. No. So
0: I think yeah, my, I have a small bladder, so it's kind of like I could easily like if I I used to go like I'd make like a 32 ounce French press every morning sometimes i make two and i just like go through both of those
2: that sounds fabulous
0: and i would just like pee every single hour. so i that was when i was in college so uh i would just go every single hour so like you have that 10 minute gap between classes where you had to walk to the next one like Hello. go to the bathroom i'd like to figure out like how i can go to the bathroom
2: you're like running getting that cardio then mm-hmm.
0: it's like i gotta pee i gotta pee so bad um but yeah, I have it. Here's another one. This is an obviously uh, pre-coronavirus. Um, but um, this one made me uncontrollably laugh like the first time I saw it.
1: Hey dude, can you hear me some toilet paper? Yeah, sure. Alright.
0: Here you go.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> I was just so guessed. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> so have you ever like uh dealt don't? with
2: that? No, I have not dealt with that. Is that a exactly
0: <laughs> No, no one does that. Oh, I saw someone's like, Hey man, can you pass me my cup? Sure. And I've drank out of this, and they're like, they pass it like this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> with fingers
0: in it. Like their fingers like in it, like like grabbing it like this. And we've
2: all been to that restaurant though where they have their thumb in the food whenever they bring you the plate.
0: Like, you know, like in Mexican restaurants, when the plate's like sizzling. If I was a waiter at a Mexican restaurant, like this joke would not get old. It would be uh, so. Um, it's a little hot, so don't touch it just now. Like it's like sizzling, like on the plate, like tss, like. It's a little hot though. You know, like the like. I would just be like, all right. So you just be really careful. It's really hot. <laughs> It's like when I used to be a cashier, um, and then you have to like card in like a person of like who's like clearly in like they're in, later in life, and like they're buying booze, and then they're just like, "All right, young man, let me see some identification." Like that joke to me never got old. Um, obviously, I and I make it a purpose to not play golf because I know I would make that joke. Um, so what's your handicap, like joke, nonstop and you're probably thinking what everyone's thinking right now. It's like, Hey, why don't you just not make that joke? I'm like, I have no con- self control. Like I'm going to have to do it. And that's probably not like the best joke to make. So that's why I don't play golf.
2: I respect that. It's good to know our boundaries mm-hmm. and your jokes are part of your charm. They so, really are. It's like this has been so much fun. I mm-hmm. had so much fun hanging out with you.
0: I know it's been fun. Do you have to go?
2: yeah i have a writing session actually i'm hopping onto that zoom as well but oh my gosh like i'm honestly shooketh by tiktok now and i will never look at garth brooks the same way again mm-hmm. so i feel like my brain has totally like grown exponentially through this podcast and i hope everyone else has too
0: so probably not in the good way but in a way
2: <laughs> creativity wise though we're definitely growing.
0: Mm-hmm. So, all right, yeah. Thanks for coming on. I'll let you go. and get to your uh, right. But uh, anyways, stay awesome and have a good time. All right?
2: Hey, you too, sugar. Be good. Bye. Bye.
0: Hashtag pray for Micah.